who do you think you need permission from? And what are those things that you need permission to do? I think at the end of the day, instead of pointing finger in everybody that I need permission from or who or what, it's me. Giving myself permission to create. I think that's the biggest key. I just really wanted to take the opportunity to uh, share just my stories about how I embrace change and I needed to embrace change in order for me to survive. And I am still going through iterations of changes. Um, so I wanted to have an opportunity to kind of talk to you, kind of talk to myself to see, to give myself some maybe encouragement, maybe throughout the day when I um, listen to this or, you know, when I self-reflect, I can uh, use this to kind of uh, encourage myself and hopefully you can encourage uh, encourage you too because um, if, you, if you've been listening to this and you feel like there's there's something burning inside of you that's like, hey man, there's like, there's a lot of stuff that he's talking about that makes sense that I that I vibe with, and if that's you, thank you, welcome. I'm here for you, really. Like, just the person that vibe with my story that can find um, little golden nuggets of wisdom in my experience, and <laughs> I can tell you where they're at. If you're willing to listen and listen, listening is about change and and so for some people, they just they share they just don't want to listen and they don't want to change because if they listen to someone and they make the change and it makes a dramatic difference in their life, some people can't handle that. <laughs> some people can handle that shit like they have done the wrong thing for so long that they cannot they cannot even imagine doing anything different to get out of what they're do, to, to get out of what they're doing do you feel that like some people feel like groundhog like okay a lot of days feel like groundhog day you wake up, you get out of bed, you take a shit, you brush your teeth, take a shower, get ready. Hopefully you get up earlier than your kids. <laughs> so you have that little bit of sanity and quietness before you have to go hustle everybody. But a lot of people don't. So then they just wake up to chaos. <laughs> Some people don't prepare themselves the day before. And so that they're just rushing around all day long and cursing everybody else around them <laughs> to uh, to ruin their life. And they go to a job that uh, pay them just enough so that they can have all the things that they want to have, but not enough so that they can walk away and do anything else, anything they want, whenever they want. And then they... Pick up the kids, feed them, shower them. If you're single or when you're older, I don't know. You just you just repeat Groundhog Day, the move like the the movie with Bill Murray. Weatherman Phil Connors. 
is spending the day in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. In order for you to have a different life and a more interesting life, you have to be you have to be willing to be more interesting, and you you need to be able to make changes. And that's why I think that's why I wanted to talk about changes because you know I am I used to hate changes. Like change is like I I love consist I love being consistent. You know, growing up, I I went to I went to the same school from like kindergarten to. Sixth grade in Hong Kong, so I went there, and I had a group of friends. For and it was a small private school, so we were a tight group of friends, and um, and then I had to go to because the, then the school was over, and then we everybody went their separate ways in Hong Kong back in the way back in I don't know how that goes now, but. You go to this thing, go like F one, F two, F three, like like high school, middle school, whatever.、Um, so you have to go to like drawing to go to these public schools, and I got draw like I got super lucky, got draw and picked to this all boys technical high school that's close by from home. So. From sixth grade,、uh, from kindergarten to sixth grade, I have the same group of friends. Then I have to go to this、mm, junior high school, meet a whole new set of friends, and got into trouble. Like, start doing the gang stuff, the smoking cigarettes, touching alcohol, cutting school, all that stuff. So then,、uh, that's the first change. That's when. Is shit got loose, right? Then my mom is like, "Hey, that's not that's not gonna cut it. Like that's not good. I have to hunt your ass down, <laughs> for you know, for you to go back to school." So、uh, we went to the United States、uh, for for the summer. My mom had to go travel for work, and then I went over there. And then I we we came over there, came over here. Long story short, I. Went to eighth grade here in the U.S. Different school. Left my kindergarten to sixth grade friends. <laughs> Left my seventh grade gangster friends. Go to America, make a whole new set of friends in a whole new different language. When you're in eighth grade, this is like thirteen, maybe. <laughs> and I was in, a, you know, I was in ESL class. I was living with my aunt and my uncle, with my two cousins.、Um, they were like Valley Victorian in their school, and I'm like this kid that's scrappy from Hong Kong. <laughs> so the dynamic was different. <laughs> To say to say the least, and then、uh, the friends were different because I I was in the ESL class. If you don't know what ESL is, is English as a second language. I was in the ESL class.、Uh, 
Uh, and so I had a couple of Chinese friends, and then like a lot of Mexican friends, and a lot of like Pakistani, Afghani, Indian friends. Like Fremont was like the melting pot, y'all. So new group of friends. I wasn't I wasn't allowed to speak Cantonese at home, which it I guess it turns out to be great because now now I sound like I'm from here. <laughs> Eighth grade, ninth grade, I changed school again to this private school called Fremont Christian. It's still there, <laughs> um, and that's why I was. A, I, I spent four years there, um, and so there was four different schools in two different country, two different languages. Then I spent high school there for four years, and then I went to college in Scotts Valley. Spent about four or five years there. And I went back to Hong Kong, came back, worked my catering gig for ten years. Even with the catering, I was doing a lot of changes. Every couple of years, I'll go to a different accounts. I'll open it up. I will be with different people, different crew, different client, and then. Finally, finally, now I've been working with the same people for about ten for about ten years. I've been married for ten years. I've been living in the same place for seven, eight years, and I'm finally able to slow down from all these changes, and real, and then. I'm able to ask myself, well, who am I? War, like war, win of change. Until pretty much I got married, and then things just kind of settle down. But my body and my mind, my every part of me is ready for change, right? So there's, I'm always nerve, like there's this nervous energy in me that's ready to change, like drop. I can, I someone can pick me out of. Air dropped me in somewhere else, and I need to start scratch over again. Maybe there's like this little nervousness inside of me that that is preventing me from growing. I was changing so much from six, seven, eight, ninth grade, college, work, from. Corporate account to corporate account, different school, different, 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 different. I went from fat to now husky. <laughs> you know,、um, I was never able to truly have an idea who I have, who I am. I mean, even after I got married. Even even after having kids, I still don't know who I am because I've had so many of my so many versions of myself that I can go back and be that I I I couldn't choose. So like I've went I went from I went from the kid growing up in Hong Kong. In some soy bowl, which is like 
yeah, it's it's in the Kowloon side, and you don't get off that place until you, unless you want like some <laughs> you, you want some great street food, the wet market, or the recycling area. And to now, I'm this kid that cook in up in the hills in the Silicon Valley. I need. To, I I know that embracing the cha- embracing change is also <laughs> one of my superpower. And with consistency and the willingness to embrace change, I can make one last big shot. Steve Stephen Covey, in the book The Seven Habits of Mostly at the uh. Mostly, most effective people, or something like that. I had a paradigm change moment when I decided that I need to invest and investigate in myself to see who I need to become in order for me to have the more that I want. Yes, you have to become something more to have more. And now a quick break. We hope you're enjoying this episode of The Art of Chef. If you're listening to us on your podcast app, we want to invite you to watch these episodes again on our YouTube channel. This is a completely different entertainment experience. Especially during our guest interviews, we love to spice things up with gifs and other visuals that really bring the episodes to life. So don't be a stranger. Subscribe to The Art of Chef on YouTube and download episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Then I started on this journey of self-development and self-discovery. I had to make sure that I was physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually healthy for me to achieve this abundance. This short life that I can live that can be my greatest story. So I that was maybe four years ago, five years ago, um, in my late 30s. I started to listen to as many books as I can on self-development, uh, you know, being successful, abundance, um, finances, um, habits, just whatever you can get your hands on. I, I guess I can show you my notebook that I have all the titles, hundreds of books, hundreds and hundreds of books. I stopped listening to music and I started listening to books. I heard this thing where an average CEO reached, read like, one book a week, four book, four books, uh, four books a month, maybe. I started reading. I don't read. <laughs> I never like to read. I never read at school. I never like. I just don't. I just don't read. But you're telling me that because I don't read, I am broke. I am miserable, and that I am lost. I'm just driftwood. I'm just surviving. So I started reading. 
So what I would do is that I would wake up every morning, put on my earbuds, and play one of the books. And what I would do is I would take notes along the side. Wow, this might be too much information while I'm on a shitter. <laughs> and and then I would go on with my day. I would meditate. I would journal. And so I did that with hundreds of books. And what I did is then I started listening to them on YouTube. Right, I started on listening on to them on YouTube, and YouTube is really great. There's see, it is a good story about YouTube's algorithm. I was looking for self help and self development stuff, and it was feeding me all kinds of stuff. It was feeding me Jim Rohn. It was feeding me Earl Nightingale, uh, and then uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. I mean, so many books. That just feed through the YouTube algorithm, and then I start listening to the books that I took notes on, right? And then I stumble into this thing where someone was talking about, you know, you can actually, you should actually invest like ten、uh, percent of your income on yourself, right? Like self improvement,、uh, learning, and I also. Read, I, I also heard somewhere that if you read X amount of books, like let's just say a hundred books on a certain subject, you essentially earn like a master's degree on that subject. So,、um, I I have a I have a really good sense of、uh, self development. So then I hired a coach,、um, my coach. Uh, Berto to to work with me on like just creative po- projects. I think I think to start off with, and then he really helped me tackle and break down my emotional. Like we started this process of him emotionally healing. I think the last call we had, he said, "This next time we have a chat in、uh, April, it'll be four years. Every week, every month, we have a call." This man have invested so much time in my life, and I am glad that I've I was able to I, I was able to ch- embrace the change and worked on a lot of stuff with him.、Um, and still, he is probably my greatest emotional support person. But with all of the reading, I discovered some fundamental. Of finances, in books like、um, "The Richest Man in Babylon," that's a that's a great book. It's like a it's almost like a it's almost like a like a biblical kind of, like telling Bible story about our money. It's kind of great. <laughs> so that'll teach you some fundamental on finances because un- unless you do that, you're not gonna understand that. You can get out of your financial situation, no matter how deep you're in.、Um, and then you have to go start from zero, and then from zero you have to go to one, and then from one you have to learn how to leverage it at one and to get yourself to ten, to ten, to a hundred. Anyway, that's whole whole other financial talk. There's also a great book. 
called emotional intelligence. It's great because you learn how you you learn that um, being able to being able to handle your emotions and train yourself to be not reactive with your emotions. Meditation definitely helps. It, it, it really just gives you that opportunity to have control, to have that gap uh, between uh, reactive and non-reactive to situation. And that gap could be three seconds. If you can have, if you if you if you can train yourself to have that that bit of a distance that, uh, between your reaction to a situation. That'll be great. I think I might have one second, and I train myself to meditation every day. <laughs> so yeah, it it's 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 work in progress, and and such as and such as life. And I also learn listen to a lot of stuff in um, being successful, right? So in order for me, you know, in order for you have to have more, you have to become more. Then, if you, in order for you to be successful, you have to become like you have to, you have to know what the successful people are doing. So then, I listen to Jim Rohn, I listen to Tony Robbins, and now I listen to Mel Robbins. Being in that group, like immersing yourself in that group of people about success, motivation, getting shit done, should give you like a really good idea that you should be doing the same thing, like. And that just plugging your, yourself into those people in your head will get you will, will light a fire off your ass and get you get yourself going anyway. And back to investing in yourself. So yeah, I I would take my income at the time wasn't a lot. Invest ten percent into myself. And by choice was my coach, my life coach. He was, uh, he can, he he was helping. I was thinking that he can help me with like the performance part of the of what I was trying to do. Him really helping me with my emotional healing and dealing with it because I would go like I would. We described me as a person that would go full throttle and then would be full stop. Something would happen. It will. It it would just stop me completely from all the momentum I have, all the things I just stop, stop, pull. I might never start again, but when I start again, I'll go, 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 super smooth, at speed, at on plane, and then bam, stop. And we couldn't figure out who it is, what it is that's stopping me. Like I would, like it's. It's so funny. Like, even to the last call, he was like, "Hey, man, what do you think? Who do you think you need permission from? And what are those things that you need permission to do?" And I think at the end of the day, instead of pointing finger in everybody that I need permission from or who or what, it's at the end of the day, it's me giving myself permission to create. I think that's the biggest key. I own my own time. I have. I create my own schedule. Um, I mean, there are certain times I have to be somewhere, but most of the time I don't. And I, I'm usually in a prison uh, of my own doing. 
And I have I have to give myself permission to do this, to record, to dream big, and to be successful, and to live a life that I don't have I don't have to. I don't have to see what other people are doing to be happy. To to be happy, I I want I want to be happy, and I want to bring the happiness to those around me, and those for you that's in that that's there listening, still here listening. So guys, gals, everyone, the journey is yours. Like I'm not here to tell. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just simply here to share with you my story. Um, and I hope that you can uh, you can find some good in the story. Uh, if there is anything that makes you feel a certain way, I have no idea. Share with me. Let me know how you feel. Maybe I maybe I I feel the same way. Maybe I I need to listen to someone out there. That's saying, hey, I know exactly what you've gone through. I, I would, I'm, I would love to be in your tribe and go through this journey with you because life is short. We only have one life. We could do whatever we want. <laughs> and how you live this life is up to you. Uh, nobody's promised tomorrow, so don't tell me that you're this old, this young, yada yada yada. And the life that you wish you have, that you want to have, is one tiny decision away. Next to one tiny decision, next to one tiny decision, and it's bunch a bunch of little tiny decisions that's worth in ounces, right? Tiny decision, work, daily discipline, habits, ounces, regrets. In the in the English language, regrets are measured by tons. <laughs> yes, they say you get tons of regrets, but hard work you pay by ounces. I'll go live my life today, and be me, and see. What I can come back with tomorrow and share with you. I love you. I believe in you. I'm struggling right alongside you. Thank you so much for being with me. Hope you have a great day. Peace. Thanks for joining us today. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, it only takes a moment to post a positive rating and review. Your support allows us to grow the community and reach more extraordinary people just like you. And come check out the Art of Chef YouTube channel on your next lunch break. We'd love to see you there. Thanks again for listening. See you in the next episode.